Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Robbie Falk from 24-7 Sports, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian, hey, Dad, and Robbie Falk. Here, Robbie, did I say Ronnie? I think I said Ronnie. Did you say Ronnie? I I, I, I don't know what just happened. I felt like I, it didn't feel it didn't. Okay, no way to say this. You know what? I'm not going to do it. There's no way to say it without it being dirty. So we'll just move on with Robbie Falk. Thanks for tuning in here at SuperTalk.fm or wherever it is that you get podcasts from. We appreciate all you guys out there. Our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffeehouse and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way with a trip to the drive-thru at Strange Brew Coffeehouse in Starkville or Tuscaloosa or at Brupolo over in Tupelo. It would be a little weird, Robbie, if Brupolo was in Derma. Yes. Yes, that would be weird. That's one for you there. Yep. You weren't expecting Derma today, were you? Bruma. Bruma would work. Yeah. So, well, wherever you are in our fine state... If you're looking for a coffee, you just got to order it from Strange Brew Coffee House. You can have it the same every morning that we have here in Starkville. StrangeBrewCoffeeHouse.com, whatever kind of coffee machines on the front counter in your kitchen, got you covered at StrangeBrewCoffeeHouse.com. Hmm? Lost my train of thought there. Uh, college Corner and CollegeCornerStore.com. Hey, you know, I got to be honest. I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have, we're going to have a little come to come to, to the Lord meeting here. Oh. Because I, I, I'm, I'm getting tired of people... They're, they're like, I, I tweeted out a, a link to one of those polos yesterday. Great looking polo. $72 polo. Okay. Mm-hmm. And somebody tw- tweets back at me, $72 for a shirt? I mean, if you want me to give you a link to Walmart, I'll be happy to do it. Yeah, go get you a starter go get, shirt. Go, go get you, go a, get you a, one of those off-brand crimson. With get you the, a right L. You know, with the Mississippi State Rebels logo on it, and, and you'll be good to go. Some people are good with that, and that's fine. That's fine. But that's what a, that's what a polo costs these days, guys. I don't know where if you're you shopping. If you want to look good, you're going to pay for it. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know where you're, y'all are shopping. I don't know. Yeah. So people are like, we well, ain't got a target around here. Yeah. So, so I'm just, it's just annoying. I like every time I tweet out a, a, a link, it's like, it's how much? Like how much? What? Where are you buying clothes? <laughs> I mean, if you go anywhere in Starbucks, it's going to be the same thing. Yeah. Go the to Lodge. Go to the Lodge. I mean, go to Murray Company. Their prices are higher usually here in Starkville. Yeah. Jeez. I'm saying. So anyway, get on that out of my system. If you and want a you good know, logo on a good shirt, that's what it's going to College call. Corner has those. So go to collegecornerstore.com. Go to College Corners, two locations in the Jackson area. They're originally by Fleet Feet there and flow by the half shell. Get yourself a new polo, new pullover for this baseball season. It's time to do that. Get get the upload, get the uh, the logos that you want, the state script, the M over S. They've got them at College Corner. Restaurant Tyler is Startwell's flagship restaurant. Best lunch. Restaurant Tyler. Best dinner? Restaurant Tyler. Best brunch? Guess what? It's Restaurant, Restaurant Tyler. Tyler. And uh, yeah, the the lunch lunch is really where they shine. And not that, which is I'm just I'm not saying something because dinner wise, fantastic. Love going there. Brunch, it's outstanding. But I I am a blue plate kind of guy. I like a good blue plate. I like a meat and two, meat and three. The best one in town is at Restaurant Tyler. 
I try to pick it every time. If you say we're going to get a blue plate, we're going to Restaurant Tyler. It's just as simple as that. You should, too, over there on the corner of Washington and Maine, Restaurant Tyler. Priority One Bank, let them make you their priority. 16 locations across central Mississippi to conveniently serve you, and each one of those locations is where you build your relationship so that if you go in there needing a loan, you're talking to people you already know. You know, we talk about it all the time about customer service. They don't make the decision in some central place where they don't know you. Each branch has its own local authority to make loans. So that's a big deal to me. It should be a big deal to you. The Priority One Bank app is as smooth as silk. Everything you need to do at a Priority One Bank branch, you can do it on their app. PriorityOneBank.com, you can check them out online, or like I mentioned, 16 locations across central Mississippi to conveniently serve you. Let Priority One Bank make you their priority. Before we get into the rumblings, big, big basketball game in Columbia, Missouri tonight. What has happened? Has Mississippi State all but sealed its invitation to the NCAA tournament, or has that bubble gotten a little bigger for them? Let's find out now by bringing in our one and only correspondent. Let's go now to Future Brian. Thanks, guys. This is Future Brian reporting to you from the future. Not a great night for Mississippi State. A final from Columbia, Missouri, 66-64 in overtime. Mississippi State falls to the Missouri Tigers. A game that was, you know, from the unbiased uh, observer, shall we say, a really good game. 19 lead changes, 12 ties, a back-and-forth game. Uh, but in the end, a three-pointer by the uh, Missouri Tigers' Nick Honor with seven seconds to go erases an, a one-point lead for Mississippi State, and they get the win, 66-64. Tolu Smith, State's leading scorer, double-double, 14-10. and 10. For a guy who didn't have uh, any points, I think, with three or four minutes left in the first qu- first half, yeah, he ended up playing really well. But I think the, the, the stat that stands out to me in this game is, is once again, State – just not a good night from behind the arc. 7 of 28. They were 6 of 15 at one point, and then they just went ice cold. But any game where you tell me that Eric Reed is the leading shooter for Mississippi State, I will just assume they lost that game. He was 3 of 13 on the night. He just kept putting up shots over and over again, despite the fact that none of them were going in. Deshaun Davis, not good either. 2 of 11. So State's you know backcourt for most of the second half. Shaq Moore did not play most of the second half. Uh a combined five of twenty-four. You, you give me that, and, he's, and, still, and State still only loses by two. I'm pretty impressed. Um, I didn't realize, I hadn't thought about it. I guess, but they showed a graphic on the game where State. You look at their last now four losses in conference play: Florida by two, Alabama by three, Kentucky by two, and now this one by two. They're so close. If they just had another score, they, they would be in uh, in better shape, but they're not. DJ Jeffries, the only other Bulldog in double figures tonight, 10 points, 7 rebounds for him. Good game for DJ. Um, Shaq Moore and Cam Matthews each had 9, but the, the two guards, as I mentioned, Davis and Reed, their shooting just absolutely doomed the Bulldogs. Uh, State out-rebounds the, the, uh, the Tigers. Uh, forced uh, 12 turnovers, had 14 of their own. Just a good quality basketball game between two teams who should probably both be in the NCAA tournament, and Mississippi State just comes out on the short end of the stick. What does that mean? It means they need to win on Saturday. I think if they win on Saturday, there's, there's no issues. You're, you're going to get in. If you lose, it's probably going to take some doing at that point. You're probably going to have to go into Nashville needing at least uh, at least a couple of wins to get there. That's what I, I would think. Now, I could be wrong on that, but... That's just the way that it lines up to me. So this is a game that Mississippi, we said 
I said it on this show, and I said it on uh, on Sports Talk Mississippi. This was not a must win for Mississippi State, but it would have. It's a game you would have very much liked to have had, and you had it in the palm of your hands. You just let it get away from you. But you got another great opportunity on Saturday in what should be in front of a big, raucous crowd. Texas A&M beat Tennessee tonight. That means they will stay in the top 30 of net, and they will come to Starkville and give you a quad one opportunity uh, for a win. And that's that's good news for Mississippi State. They want to keep that 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 game there. If State plays the way they played tonight and they just shore up that that shooting from Davis and Reed, I mean, I, I don't think Reed will have another game where he takes 13 shots. He made a couple shots in the first half, including a couple threes, and I think he just got the, he gave himself the green light there. And and I'm, I'm hopefully in post game somebody will ask or get addressed why Shaq Moore didn't get more minutes in the second half over Reed. Maybe it was a defensive thing that you know Shaq a little smaller and Reed did play some good defense. Had a big, uh, not a steal, but was able to uh, to get a, a hand on a ball when Missouri was driving for a potential game winning shot at the end of regulation. So defensively, he gave you some things and he had six rebounds on the night, but. His shooting was poor. State decent again off the free throw line, 13 of 18. Tolu Smith, two huge free throws at the end of regulation to tie the game up and send it into overtime. Tough loss. I mean, Missouri's a tough place to play. Their crowd was into it, uh, and it was a good basketball game. State just comes out on the short end of the stick. They've got to turn it around quickly and get ready to play on Saturday for a huge game with Texas A&M and a chance to really, you know, maybe solidify your chances in the NCAA tournament. So, Again, final score from uh, Columbia, 66-64. Now, I wasn't planning on talking about baseball, but I think we need to have a talk a little bit about uh, about baseball. Mississippi State drops its second game of the season, 11-5 to to the ULM, a game that saw State be one hit through seven innings. Um, that saw the Bulldogs put up... Uh, Two runs, or sorry, put up all five runs in the final three innings of the game. They were trailing eleven to nothing in this game. Three errors, I'm sorry, four errors. There was a, a scoring change. Four errors in this game for Mississippi State. Uh, ten, I'm sorry, five walks. Four of them by the starter, uh, Bradley Lofton, who pitched okay. I think you know, four innings. He had eight strikeouts. I thought he competed pretty well. But then you look at the middle relief and and Ty Harden, uh, and Ty Davis. And an inning pitch, give up eight hits, seven runs, all earned, and with a walk, and a hit batsman. Guys, come on, man. And I know, you know, I want to preface a lot of what I'm going to say here, because I know that I, I at least I'm don't let me double check the uh, the score here. I know that Vanderbilt lost tonight to uh, to Central Arkansas. And Arkansas had to score two in the bottom of the eighth to overcome Grambling. They won that game 9-7. to seven. I know that it's early season baseball. I know that in 2018 the team started off very poorly. There's a guy on Twitter who likes to remind me how I said that that team was going to be the worst team in Mississippi State history, and they ended up going to Omaha. So you know, I know the 2016 team had a couple of early season losses. I know all that. But this team needed to start quickly just to get everybody thinking positive. And right now, nobody's thinking positive. Everybody's thinking we're about to have a repeat of last season here in Starkville. And the defense, the pitching, 
you know, sometimes you just have a bad day pitching, and they're trying to figure things out, and they have a bunch of inexperienced guys. And I, you know what? I'm willing to to let that slide. I really am willing to let 11 runs slide because how many of them are unearned? Let's let's, let's have a look. So State uh, gave up. Oh, only I'm, I'm surprised. 11, only t- 10 of the runs were unearned. I thought there was more than that. You would think with four errors, there would be more than 10 runs uh, unearned or earned. But my point remains, you can't play defense like this. And Lane Forsythe is hitting 067 on the season. And, you know, you people say it. He's in there for his defense. He has four errors now on the season. I'm sorry, he has three. Three errors in four games. You got Hunter Hines, who, you know, was your big bat last year. He's hitting 176. He's got to he's got to figure some things out there. Today, nobody hit the ball well. State, nobody with more than one hit. Ledbetter, one for five. Jordan, one for four. Hines, one for four. Hancock, one for uh, four. Chance, one for two. One for four. And then Aaron Downs in a pitch hit role had a hit late in the game. That's an embarrassing loss. I mean, and I'm not telling you anything there. I'm not even being negative. I'm quoting Chris Lamonis. Lamonis, at the end of his press conference, said, Sorry, guys, that was embarrassing. He's right. He's absolutely correct. And I, I look, I know that baseball is what baseball is, right? And I know State has lost games like this in the past, and I know that they will continue to lose games like this as the sport of baseball continues to be. But now you're, you're two games into the season, I'm sorry, four games into the season, and you have two losses to two teams who are not going to make the NCAA tournament. Simple as that. You, you, you're 500 after four games with two losses against teams who will not make the NCAA tournament. Nothing you see from this team at this point makes you think they're going to be a team in the NCAA tournament themselves. Again, I understand how early it is, but last year we played the whole, well, it's early, it's early, it's early, and then we looked up, and Mississippi State was not going to go to the NCAA tournament. At some point you have to you know, say, hey, these games have meaning. Even the games of the first couple weeks of the season, these games have meaning. I mean, right now... Let's 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 play with the, the maroon colored glasses game. Let's just say we we were looking at this season without the context of last season. Two losses in four games, the chances of hosting are almost taken away from you at that point. Because VMI is going to be a sub two fifty loss. This will probably be a one fifty plus loss, at least one hundred to one fifty. <coughs> Excuse me. You've got games with Arizona State this weekend. I mean, it seems likely that you will drop at least one of those games. Now you're at three losses. Three losses. You'll, we've said it a lot of times on this show. Six is the maximum to lose and host. You can't lose more than six non-conference games and host unless you're going to have a ridiculous conference record, which you know, you're going to have trouble convincing me that you're only going to lose seven or eight conference games if you lose six or more non-conference games. Just getting in. I mean, right now you have two bad losses on your resume. Through four games, you have two bad losses. So they've got to figure something out, and they got to do it quickly because you got to play this team again, you know, today as you're listening. Drangelo Sanjay gets the uh, or Sanjay. I'm not even sure. We're going to find out. We're going to find out. But he's getting the start today. You know, I thought Lofton you know, giving him four innings, eighty pitches, pretty good. You know, when he left the game, it was only uh, one nothing. And then it just completely got away from State. 
they got a lot to figure out in that bullpen. I think they've got some guys there, but you know, you got to save those guys for the weekend too. You can't just throw them every day. And then from a hitting perspective, you know, at least that was the thing I took away from the weekend was like even in the loss, they hit the ball well. You know, they've put 13 runs on the board. Today, just an absolute train wreck. They were being one hit through seven. They had a, a one inning, I think it was a four-pitch inning. A four, this is Mississippi State baseball playing ULM. I mean, again, if they had lost 11 to 10, fine. I, you know, it's not good. It sort of it proves that this team is going to struggle pitching this year. But to lose the way they did today, that's, that's a really bitter pill for, to swallow. And it doesn't look like Chris Lamonis wanted to swallow it, but he had to. So, two and two on the season. Back at it today. Another game with ULM. They have to bounce back. If they lose this game, we're going to start talking about it's what what's might have to happen at the end of the season. I'm, I'm willing to jump on board if they lose again today. Because at some point, it just becomes a trend. At some point, you got to realize you finished last in the SEC last year, and you're looking like you're going to do it again. The granite, you know, it's been brought up before again. Some MSU teams have started off slow, and then they figured it out, and by the end of the season, they were they were moving. And maybe that's the way this was going to go as well. But it's difficult to wrap your head around that, coming off of a last place finish. I remember 2016. Team started off slow. They lost some bad. They had some bad non conference losses early. Then they got incredibly hot. Maybe this team could be the same. Maybe. There's some similarities. The only the main difference is that you don't have the 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 lights out pitching that that staff had. With you know you didn't have, you don't have a Dakota Hudson Austin Sexton going for you Friday Saturday. But you got big bats. You got some guys who can hit the ball. So we'll see. Really rough though. Really rough loss for Mississippi State. Tough day for the bulldog for the bulldog uh, fan base. Not a uh, not a fun day. And, and there we go. Theo DeRosa gets the uh, gets the question in. Thank thank you, Theo. Shaq was available late in the game, just on the bench. That's that's that may be the first time that since uh, since he's been here that I, I question something Chris Jans did. I don't I don't quite understand that that decision. Like I said, maybe it was a defensive matchup thing that he just didn't feel they felt like Reed was giving him a better chance defensively. But Reed really put you behind the eight ball with some of his shot selection tonight. So. We'll see. All right, let's move on into the rumblings. That's brought to you by our friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council who want to remind you that beef, it's what's for dinner. This weekend's going to be a great weekend for cooking out if you're at home or if you're going to be in the left field lounge. Throw some beef on the grill. I was uh, looking online today. You know, we have a great butcher shop here in Starkville over at uh, the Blind Tiger over there on University Drive, and they got some great steaks. I think I need to to head over there. If not this weekend, then the next. And I got, I got a bachelor's weekend coming up soon. My wife and kids are going to go out of town uh, for a weekend, and I can't go. And so I'm thinking that's going to be a steak weekend for sure. Remember, if you, nothing beats the sizzle of beef on the grill, beef, it's what's for dinner. Thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District is the place to find smoked Southern Soul food. Yes, Two Brothers Smoked Meats. Oh, Robbie and I go in there, and I, we, we had talked about that. I have to ask him. I'll hit him up. I'm going to find out. Maybe eating enjoying smoked wings and chicken chipotle tacos later today. Maybe even as you're listening to this podcast, if you do it, if you're a lunch hour listener. Which, by the way, we got about a, a lot more than a lunch hour's worth of, of content here for you today. Long rumblings uh, coming your way. Two Brothers Smoked Meats, though, 
every time somebody asks me, "Hey, where should I go in Starkville?" You know, that's my first place. Place I say is like, "Hey, go to Two Brothers." You never, you, you can't steer you wrong. And a great location too, especially now that it's getting close to spring and the weather's going to start warming up. If you want to sit out there on the deck, enjoy a cold one, enjoy some great food, just no better spot to do it than at Two Brothers Smoked Meats. Great products and great services. What every business likes to promise you. Advantage Business Systems, they prefer to deliver it to you, and they have been doing that for 48 years. When you need technology, when you need um, copiers and printers, when you need to you know, get your, your employees new laptops, new, new computers, you call Advantage Business Systems. And then when that's done, when you need service, you get to call them right back. You're talking to the guy who made you the sale, not somebody from a, a call center across the way. And by across the way, I mean the Atlantic Ocean. Not some out-of-state consultant setting up an appointment with you, and he'll be there between 3 and 5, 7 to 10 business days from now. Now, somebody in the state of Mississippi, that's the difference <coughs> that Advantage Business Systems makes. So give them a call for your technology needs, 601-362-9192. Visit them online, absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. Brian's going to talk about it at the end of the show. I'll talk about it now. We got I got a tweet today from a listener who said, hey, we went to the, uh, the Rogue we were, just, we were going to just get in there to get a suit fitted, and instead we ended up buying a, a brand new uh, Peter Millar MSU pullover, M over S, looks great, and, and I said, he said, I, I heard about you on Thunder and Lightning. Thank you. We appreciate you guys uh, checking out our sponsors and helping them out. Guys, I say it all the time. You know, The three-stripe life is not the one you want to lead. Going into a great-looking, great, high-quality polo or pullover from the Rogue with the logos that you want, and that's what you thats what you want to wear to Diddy Noble, to the Hump, to Davis Wade Stadium. So check them out online at therogue.com or shop at the Rogue in Jackson. Don't live the three-stripe life. Shop at the Rogue. <coughs> Last remnants of the uh, of the vid trying to get trying to work their way out here. Dolce at 509 University Drive next to Bluto's. That is Starkville's place for amazing gelato, artisanal grilled cheese sandwiches. And now, in the morning, if you want a bagel, you head over to Dolce. Open Tuesday through Saturday at 11. They open Sunday at 1. That is the place in town to satisfy your sweet tooth. That gelato over there is fantastic, by the way. If you want a little something different, you know, you're always taking the kids out for ice cream, you want to try something a little different. Dolce is the way to go. 509 University Drive. Dolce is the place to satisfy your sweet tooth in Starville. Let's get back to Brian and Robbie. Thank you, future Brian, for uh, bringing all that information to us. And now we can jump into the rumblings. All right. Start off with a wrestling question from our good friend Andy Atkinson, the enforcer. Without searching, can you name the last person that pinned Roman Reigns in a match? It was... um... It was in a tag team match, wasn't it, mm-hmm. on SmackDown? Mm-hmm. He actually talked about this on the show last night. It's the only reason I know it. Oh, I, did, I didn't watch it. Okay. Um, was it Angelo Dawkins? Not Angelo Dawkins, but um, the other one? It's Baron Corbin. No way. Mm-hmm. Really? Last one to beat him. Wow. And I don't know. It was the tag team Street Profits then? Yeah. No, no, no. Well, no. Baron Corbin wasn't on the Street Profits, but the tag team is what I was thinking about. Well, it says what tag team helped this opponent score the pin. Oh, I don't. I can't. So the, the Street Profits maybe interfered in the match. I, I don't know why. I was okay. just. Th- I was thinking. Okay. I was right. thinking about. Um, it's Corbin, incredible. A face that guy group. All right, Colton. We Colton Watson. Colt Weezy. 
summarizing my defunct question from last week, I say in a nine-game schedule, schedule, that's correct, that's the word. Schedule? Yes, that's how we say the word. Schedule. Somebody has criticized how you say it. Well, remember last week he said sketty. Oh, God. Which is the same number of syllables as schedule, by the way. We're we're not changing what the word sketty means. Two less letters. We're not changing what the word sketty means. We've shamed him enough. Let's move forward. You put Bama and Georgia in the same year in the rotation and match them home and away with the away games during the years you only get four SEC home games. That way you have one season where every four years that's a wash, one where you have a chance to pull some upsets, and two where you can ride really high, maybe get some nine, 11, nine or 11 win seasons. Uh, who says no? I say no. Why should we have one season that's a wash? Why should we have one season where you walk in and you're like, that's two losses? I'd rather have a year where you, maybe you play Bama, maybe you play Georgia, but I don't want to play them both in the same year. I don't think I don't think anybody in the country wants to play Alabama and Georgia. Just ask yourself this: Do you want to be Auburn? Would you like to have Auburn schedule and play Alabama and Georgia every year? No, no. So no, I don't want that. I have a friend who wants to play Bama every year on a nine-game schedule because they're the closest SEC team and like the eighth most played rivalry in the league. He says wanting to avoid Bama is a loser mentality. Is this one of the takes of all time? This is a terrible take. First off, there is no rivalry between Mississippi State and Alabama in football. There is no rivalry. There's no rivalry between the hammer and the nail. The only the only thing that makes it remotely close to a well in the fact that it's like one of the most played games. It's eighth. Yeah. I mean, who cares? No, move on from Alabama. No, yeah. that's a terrible take. All right, uh, Ben Gates, Zach Selman. How many? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nope. Nope, Ben. Not going to do it. Nine spots we had to fill. Robbie, we can't. We just. I'm just not. Josh Patrick, what are some pros and cons of living in Starkville as adults with families? Okay. Well, first off, I mean, being in a college town means you have a lot of great local restaurants. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of great stuff happening that you can go to. There's always like festivals and and and, and art display. I mean, stuff that if your kids are interested in, there's always something going on. Um, obviously, if you're a Mississippi State fan, the ability to be able to go to games and not have to spend money on the hotel, not have to spend money on gas. I mean, if I'm if I was just a fan, the only expense I would have is my tickets and, and, and the Bulldog Club membership. You know, I, there are people who I know they spend thousands each year on hotel rooms to come up here for a couple days, you know, during football season because they're just that expensive. So that's certainly one. The cons can be, you know, you want to go to like Board Town on a Thursday night and it's just overrun with kids getting hammered. But even then, I mean, if you keep to yourself, I mean, it's, it's never an issue for me. And it's still, it's still a small town. Yeah. Like I, I still see people that I know like every yeah, day absolutely. when I go around town and yeah. stuff. It's it's a very unique place because it's a college town, but it, like a big college mm-hmm. town um, with twenty thousand plus students, right. and then the SEC. But at the same time, it's a very small town. Mm-hmm. You get to know people. There's stuff here to do. It's not you know a real like crime ridden town. No, no there, I know there's some crime here. Yeah, it's but like it's anywhere else. Anywhere else, but. 
and it's have, not and it, like all the bar stuff is kind of relegated to a couple of couple places. of areas. And then <clears> think <throat> about like you know if you live in a town like Ackerman or, or Kazias, not those aren't great towns, but like yeah, just be careful. I'm just saying like I live in that, I live in Choctaw County now. Those towns aren't <clears throat> that much bigger in terms of take the college away than yeah. Starkville, right? But Starkville has a Walmart, a Walmart neighborhood grocery, a Kroger. We're getting a corner market. We have a, a you know what's a corner market. It's kind of like a low-end Whole Foods. That's what where where Food Max was, where where Val's was. Oh, that's okay. what's going in there. I thought it was going to be like a Home Depot or something. It's going to be a half corner market, half Ace Hardware. Okay, Ace Hardware. Yeah, gotcha. That's the place with the helpful hardware folks. That's what I've heard. So, so you have all the you have all the amenities that you need, where you don't have to like get in the car and like. I mean, is there a Walmart in Ackerman? No. So if There's you want super value, right? So if you want to go to Walmart, you got to get in the car and drive to Starkville. Yeah. If you live in Starkville, it's just down the street. Well, you know, I can go to Piggly Wiggly and in, mm-hmm. in Matheson and get just about whatever I need. Yeah, but, but if you need to like buy Walmart stuff, like I'm not talking about the grocery side. I'm talking about like the the, yeah. the home goods side and yeah. electronics and stuff. No, yeah. I, I got to go to Starkville, which yeah. I mean, most of the time it's just my wife picking it up on the way home. Right, right. But but you see what I'm saying? It, yes. it, it's it's out of your way. You have you can. There's get, a lot more pros than cons. You is can what get I would say. most of what you need in Starkville. Yeah. There, there's not a whole lot of, like, there might be some things that, you know, I have to go to Tupelo to get on a very rare occasion. But for the most part, if I need something, I can just go to Starville and get it. Mm-hmm. Did you see this thing yesterday, that the, the Southern fans making it, made up a yeah. quote? Yeah, what was that? They're still mad from last week when I went off about State and Southern playing that one-and-one. One. Oh, okay. So they're t- they're t- they've taken that personally. Yes. So... Oh, well. Uh, Matt Haynes. I felt the biggest, like, I'm sorry, I felt like the biggest issue with last year's baseball team was that we never had an alpha dog emerge as the clubhouse leader. It's early, but who are the best candidates for a possible alpha on this year's team? That's a good point. Like, last year, like, Cam Jaynes, Logan Tanner, I never felt like they were Tanner Allen, Rowdy Mm -hmm. Jordan type guys ever Mm -hmm. at any point. And I don't think Luke Hancock is that guy either. He's just so... Mild mannered, in my yeah. opinion. I'm sure he's a good, he's a great competitor, but I think that the the first guy that who played well this weekend and he talked to the media on Sunday was Kellen Clark. Mm-hmm. I think he could be that guy. He seems to have really kind of stepped up. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's probably just you know growing up being. I mean, he's a junior now. Mm-hmm. He's been here for three years, and he learned from a lot of, of really good players. And he can have a little bit of a swagger to him mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he could be one of those. Um, well, Monty Larry kind of seems like a guy. That I just wonder be, with with Larry being a transfer, like do you, do you need your alpha dog leader to be a guy who's been here and done that? Yeah, not I necessarily. Know. I don't know who that would be. Not necessarily. Yeah, uh, I think that carries a lot of weight. Mm-hmm. But if you're a leader, you're a leader. Yeah, yeah you're right. Some of the pitching issues last year and this past Saturday seem to be a lack of mental toughness with some players. Is that mental toughness something you develop after getting here or something you have to have before you arrive? I thought about this question. I saw it, and I thought about it in these terms. If you're a high school pitcher that's good enough to play at Mississippi State, in reality, how much adversity did you face in high school? Not you were probably lot. good enough that you were mowing down everybody you, you faced, right? Yep. You might have had You might have lost a couple games. Because you, yeah. you, you have at least like a 92-mile-an-hour fastball. Yeah. I mean, guys you're, you're are just blowing not... it. I mean, you're, you're facing a bunch of future accountants and doctors and stuff. Yeah. So I think mental toughness is something you have to develop in college, sitting on the bench, trying to become a starter, and going from there. 
Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It, well, I mean, part of it is 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 makeup too. I mean, some guys mm-hmm. just have you know mm-hmm. d- they're just nails, right? I agree. And I, you know, Lane at Sims, I feel like he was never really overwhelmed. Yeah. You know, Will Bednar for the most part was never really overwhelmed. But I mean, the guys just. A lot of guys come in here, and I feel like I, I get a sense of that, and we have a very small sample size, but I get a sense of that with Bradley Lofton and Drangelo Sanjay. They have a little bit of that same makeup. They just And they came in there the other day. I think Lofton walked a guy, but he was getting a little squeezed too. They came in and were commanding the zone. Throwing strikes. They weren't missing big, and th- those were guys pitching for the first time in college. So. That that to me, I feel like they're kind of in the same vein mm-hmm. as a Bednar, a Sims, and Ethan Small. Mm-hmm. I agree. The dude asks us top three snacks for a baseball game. Nachos is number one. Oh, is it number oh, one with the yellow cheese? That's my favorite thing to get at a baseball game. Okay, uh, popcorn. Popcorn. Um, a hot dog is not peanuts, a snack. So we, I'm not sunflower counting. seeds. Sunflower seeds is two for me. Yeah. That's yep. good. A big bag of David Sunflower Seeds. Yep. Barbecue. Barbecue? Buffalo. Okay. That, that works for me, too. Buffalo and then just plain. Just plain yeah, plain or fine. Yeah. Uh, I haven't had those since I got diverticulitis one time because I got scared about, like, you know, they said anything with, like, a seed in it makes... And I found out, you know, all that is just malarkey. Oh, really? Yeah. That's all That's all BS. It's an old wives' tale. Yeah. My, my grandmother, mm-hmm. she had diverticulitis... She will not eat like anything green. She won't eat like peanuts and stuff. And I've told her like ten times, like my man, that I went to a GI specialist. I went to all these places, and they all said that they've done more research and like that stuff, like corn and stuff. It it's not it's not a problem. Not real. She doesn't so, buy it though. No, she's she is not. She's an listening. old wife. She is. So she's gonna believe old wives. She is. A mom, same way. Yeah. Uh, sausage dog or hot dog? It's got to be sausage. Sausage. Dog. Yes. Yeah. That that's what I get when we get the vouchers mm-hmm. at the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I go get the country boys and sausage dog. Uh, what are y'all thoughts? What are y'all's thoughts on the softball team so far? I was pleasantly surprised with them this past weekend. They, they you know, they've played a tough schedule. So yeah. like RPI wise, they're putting themselves in position if they can They'll have. They'll be a, in the twenties RPI. They might have a chance to be a host on the back end of the of the of the bracket. Got to win if games. They win games in the conference. And see, this is uh, my my hope with this softball program is there was always this like ceiling yeah. it felt like for them. You know, they would make the they make the regionals every year. They might upset a team like in the regular season one out of three games or something. They were always close with these teams where they could never get the big wins and they were not going to advance the super regional. Well last year they broke that uh that glass ceiling a little bit. Mm-hmm. And maybe they're kind of soaring a little bit here. Yeah. They lost a couple of games I don't think they should have lost that first weekend. Right. But then they came and they back. probably could have won. That Arizona win is going to loom large for them. All Arizona, year. they had a chance to beat Michigan and lost by one and run to them. Florida. Had a chance to beat Central Florida, two top twenty-five teams. Yeah, I agree. So I, you know, I like what I've seen from them, mm-hmm. and it's all about picking up wins. They play Oklahoma at home yeah. this year. Yeah, that should be a great crowd. Did you for know, that. I think I mentioned this before. You know, they don't play Ole Miss this year. Yeah, they. I know the SEC they has to cycle do that, out of the schedule. That's yeah. so weird that 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 rivalry cycles out. Yeah, she wants to play. That that game it may have done year. me may have done me a favor too with this Richard Cross bet because we had softball on there but now they don't play each other so about like who's winning the most games. so yeah he and I have a it was football which counted twice basketball women and men's and baseball and he threw soccer on there for some reason I think he said the the soccer coach at Ole Miss is a buddy of his 
Well, State got the win in soccer, mm-hmm. won the Egg Bowl, and has won two of the men's games. So I'm up 5-2. to two. I only need one baseball win to win. And if I win, whoever loses has to be bedecked out in the lo- the winner's colors at the Palmer Home Radiothon. But didn't didn't you have a some kind of bet after the Egg Bowl? Like, didn't he have well, to yeah, wear a pirate yeah, suit or something? It. He but so this is something. Do you trust him? Oh, I'm going to make it happen. Don't you worry. I already I don't have. Trust I have him. a plan. In, I have a plan that I'm going to put into action. That he will not be able to. Uh, to, to escape it. To escape, no. What are you going to like bring? I'm going to bring because I will be there together. Yeah. And it's going to be like either you put this on right now or you go watch, or all the people watching this live stream are going to see you get your ass kicked right here on live radio. Oh, you're going to fight him. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> I'm going to, I want everybody to donate a dollar for every punch I land to his face. <laughs> I thought you were just going to like tell him, like, hey, I got a shirt. You're going to put it on. I'm going to staple it I didn't to him. I think you were like actually going to beat him up. Like free alterations. <laughs> All right. Uh, Morgan Johnson asks us, any chance we see someone like Hollis Porter get some playing time? Seemed like he swung it well in the fall or spring. I mean, he may have, but the swinging's not the issue right now. There's no way. There, n- not, not, not to demean him or anything. I, there's just no way. I don't see him fitting in anywhere. The, what, is he, already, what, what position? He's a first baseman, I think. Oh, I mean, who's he, he going to play over? Hancock and Hines? No. Um, let me make sure. Because... If if that's the case, then there's there's no there's nowhere for him to play. I mean, he's six foot four. I'm going to assume he's a first baseman, infielder, outfielder. Yeah, is where he's listed as. So, I mean, where is he playing? Yeah, that's, I mean, that's the question. At six four, he's not playing third base. I mean, I got to think he would be a first baseman. Yeah, and if that's the case, I mean, you already have two people there that you're trying. You already to figure have one out too to many. Do. Yeah. yeah. Trying to figure out what to do there. You're trying to figure out is Luke Hancock going to be a first baseman? I mean, he'll 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 be in the lineup. I mean, could he get some DH opportunities? Maybe, but Bryce Chance is doing so well there right this second. So, and if you have a chance to redshirt him, I why mean, not? Yeah, there's no reason to throw him out there right now. Also, from Morgan, how many more chances do we give Casey Hunt and Parker Stinnett before they get the Sarantola treatment? I mean, they gave Fristo the Sarantola and they pitched the whole way through. I have more faith in those two than I do Sarantola. What about Fristo? Strange. Uh, he slipped yeah. very quickly. We'll see what happens. Uh, Jason asks us, which game is more important this week, Mizzou or a and I mean, that's that's tough. I think Mizzou. I think it's tonight. Or I think it's the one we just we just talked, future Brian just talked about. But is it the home game? I feel like Mizzou is the easier win. Uh-oh. <laughs> I saw what, uh, hold on. Oh, it's a video? Oh, God. We're going to take a pause here, ladies and gentlemen, because I need to watch this video. (laughs) What on earth is he doing? (laughs) Sorry for the inside uh, baseball here, ladies and gentlemen. You just have to get over it. I'm leaving all this in, too, so when, when that guy listens to the pod, and I know that he will, he'll know what we were doing. After this weekend, where do you see our baseball team finishing up this year? Somebody asked me that earlier, Robbie. I, can I tell you on Monday? Can, like, I, can I see how this week goes? Like if they if they tank this weekend. If they lose one to Monroe and two to Arizona State, I'll, I'll know what's going on. But if they go 4-1, and one, I'll feel pretty good. Yeah, if they're 4-1 and one yeah. and, the, and their only loss is to, to Arizona State, then I think things are progressing. But you can't let this thing slide early. 
No, I agree. And then uh, last one: When will WWE stop their blood feud with Montreal? They just they love screwing Montreal. This man just like let's piss them off again. I hate these French Canadians. A couple of them spit on him just like Bret Hart did. Yeah. The, when he was out there for the Montreal screw job, and he's just yeah. taking it. I knew that. I knew that was going to happen. Too. I did too. Yeah, we'll talk, we have a lot more questions about that. I believe. Uh, Broken Fairchild, you said Cracked Rear View was a cornerstone album of our generation. I did. August and everything after is definitely on that list too. What are the others of that generation of that like going to college, eighteen to 21, 90, 94 through like ninety seven. August and everything after would be on my list. Um, Tom Petty's Wildflowers is on that list. That's a good one. Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam. Uh, 10 came out when I was in high school. So it might be a little early for that. Versus was out at this point. Mm-hmm. Stone Temple Pilot Purple yes. is on that. Um, Jar of Flies is on that. Mm-hmm. Blues Traveler 4 is going to be on that. Everybody had that. What what did that have on it? Hook, Hook and uh, but Run Around. No, but anyways, it was on their first album. Okay. It had Hook, Hook and, and Run, Run Around. Around. Run Around was like their first breakout hit. Um, Alanis Morissette. Uh, Jagged Little, Jagged Little Pill. Oh, my goodness. That was good. That's one that's for sure. Everybody had that. In the South, everybody had Better Than Ezra Deluxe. Yes. Uh, I, I remember listening to that, to that album I, growing up. I have listened to that album front... If, First song in the blood to Coyote a thousand times. A thousand. No doubt, Tragic Kingdom. Tragic Kingdom should be on this list. Uh, Bush, uh, 16 Stone mm-hmm. should be on that list. Um, I could, we could, that be, has, that has hemorrhage and, does that have hemorrhage on it? What? No, that's, 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 that's fuel. fuel. Uh, that's Bush had, uh, come Bush down. Got, Bush had come down, everything's in, glycerine, uh, little things. That was their first big album. Um, is there anything else? Machine on Head? Was Machine that? Head is on that album, yes. Do you, that was a great album. I mean, that's, that's five huge songs yeah. there. Is there anything I'm leaving out here? Live. Tra- live Throwing Copper. Did you read that article about Live the other day that came out? Uh-uh. Like, evidently they got broken. Like, they had, like one of them got involved in a Ponzi scheme or something or investment scheme and bankrupted another one of them, and it's just they, they, don't play, they won't play together anymore. Oh, that's terrible. Um, but Throwing Copper is on that list everybody that has. That was such a great... Time period, oh, mid, early to mid nineties, yeah. so, like ninety four yeah, to ninety nine. We're going to stop here because we could be here the rest of the day. With some uh, of that, I would. I mean, I don't really know what oh. I would consider my generation's music because I was a nineties guy. I was yeah. a, early two thousands. I, I need to put some hip hop in there. The Chronic is already out at that point, and so is Doggy Style. So I don't know if I want to put those on. There. I'm trying to think of yeah, uh, Snoop and Dr. Dre and. What else was doing? Well, that? this is like that when, was that was this a, is right where where it's a little after B. Biggie and Tupac. Th- no, this is right right when Biggie starts to happen, is in that area. So what was the name of the what was the name of his of his album that had Big Papa on it? Was it Hypnotize? Was that the, that's, was that's that one album? of the songs? Hold on, Notorious. I got I got another. I, what was the name of that album? Oh, I gotta know. I gotta know. Where Ice Cube. Ready to die. Ready to die. Yeah, that's that that should be on there, and then yeah, uh, I mean you might have to just put like Doggy Style and the Chronic on there too. So that's because I feel like a lot of people discover a lot of people like me discovered rap and really got into hip hop 
with those albums. Mm-hmm. Like I, I used to listen to some Run DMC, but that was not the same as the other. Coolio. Stuff. Yeah. Cool. Yep. Yeah. So what, right. what 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 are you considering like your generation? Like what would I what would I say is my I'm generation? Gen, I'm Gen X. But I mean like you're like what is the time period? This that is you, like that my, my freshman year of college, ninety four. So you're saying like in the high school, early college time? Yeah. For me. For me. That's this Yeah, so mine would be like hot fuss, yeah, killers. Yes. Um Yours is different. Fallout Boy. Yeah. The first those, album Fallout Boy. None of those work for me. Yeah. So all right. Uh, also from Brogan, just finished the Andre the Giant documentary. What other wrestling documentaries do you recommend? I would definitely watch Beyond the Mat, um, the, the old one. There's a new Ric Flair documentary on Peacock. I'd watch both great. the Flair documentaries. Yeah, that one in the 30 for 30 doc. I'd watch all of the Dark Side of the Ring stuff. Yes. Um, I would watch the Resurrection of Jake, Jake the Snake. Snake. Yep. Um, uh, Paul Heyman's documentary solid. Yeah. I say I'm trying to stay away from the ones that were like actually done by WWE. Yeah, I want to get like if I can get some outside perspective, I want that. I would watch wrestling with shadows, with the Bret Hart on the screwjob. Yes. Those, those are that's a good starting point. Jeffrey Chancellor Gil Manclang's question last week about the spoon fork knife debate sparked a debate with me and my kids. I said if you can't have a knife, you can't cut pizza. Is a pizza cutter considered a knife? I say yes. I say no. no. A knife is is like has a sharp end on it or. Yeah. A pizza well, I, cu- not really, because what I would you say, have a butter knife and stuff. A, a pizza cutter is a pizza cutter. It's yeah, a totally it's separate a different thing. thing. It's not a knife. It's not a knife. Well, here's the thing, because you can cut with pizza with a pizza you, cutter. Right. You can also cut things with a fork. Yeah. So if you're if you're saying that that's a knife, then you have to yeah. say a fork's a knife, yeah. too. It does the a same thing. A pizza cutter's thing. not a knife. We're not, I can not. cut a pizza with a fork. It would suck, but yeah, I could cut it. You could do it, yeah. Also from Jeffrey, have you considered doing a slower, sadder version of the Cruton song for decommits? I have considered that. Cruton, 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 Cruton. Also, I like I don't like to call them decommits. I I tried to get abandonments to stick, and it never did. Yeah, like miss like you know uh, who decommitted last year from state? Who was somebody? Joe Cocker. Dante Kelly. Dante Kelly. Jo- Dante Kelly has abandoned Mississippi State. Yes. Like, how much better does that sound? Also, he loves the Wayne's World Transfer Portal sound. But yes, yeah, what we're doing on, on Thunder Lightning Live. Yeah. Whenever there's a transfer portal, then... Let's see here. That's a great movie, by the way. Wayne's World? Yes. So good. I saw... If I ever owned a music store, I would definitely have No Stairway to Heaven on the... No Stairway. Denied. Uh, Alexandra Watson, what is something you would love to receive as a gift, but no one even considers because you're an adult? Video games. See, I, I just got a, I just got video games for Christmas, so that wouldn't be a good answer for me. Well, that was from your wife. Yeah, who knows? Like a, yeah, like uh, to me, that's a little different. Okay. Like if it's your if it's your wife, like or, a friend would never get me a video game. Right. Yeah. Like I mean, you don't think like. Well, what See, can I, I get, Brian? Like, I don't oh, I'm going to give him Assassin's Creed this yeah, year. Yeah, I don't have the space. Like, if I had a man cave, I would love to get old toys. Like, if I could get like my old toys and have them like in mint condition and set up, I would. That would oh yeah, that'd be cool. Yet. But nobody like, would ever consider that. Like a like your Teddy Ruxpin. I never had that. Couldn't yeah, have, we couldn't. Oh, I couldn't afford Teddy Ruxpin. That guy was expensive. So that thing was freaky. That's just your. It habit. was. It was. I had. I had Castle Grayskull. I had, I, had, I had all the Super Friends stuff. I'm trying to think what, oh, Tickle Me Elmo was yeah. big. Yeah. Huge. When I was younger. Yeah. My dad got one for Christmas. He wanted one. 
He was like, I could see Big Daddy he was like, like oh, I want to, I want to tickle me Elmo for Christmas, and he got one. There you go. And he got my mom wouldn't get me like video game consoles. She bought That's him a devil. Nintendo sixty four. <laughs> I was like, Big Daddy ran the house. I was the one that played it all of the course, time, of it, but it was yeah. his. Uh, Alexandra, my scalp got sunburned along my part. I'm going to be in the sun again. Do I keep the same part and pray it doesn't get worse, or move the part? And risk having to burn places. No, I don't have a hat. Well, the first thing I do is buy a hat. Yeah, you got to wear a sun hat. visor or something. If this is an issue for you, you have to wear a hat. Can you not spray in the uh, put a little, little, little sunscreen in the part? Is it how how defined is the part? I hate the smell. A of, of her I hate the smell of sunscreen. Let's see here. Like, I mean, her part is pretty defined there, but I mean, I think you should be okay. I, I don't like the smell of sunscreen either, but you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. So, well, you don't need sunscreen. You're kind of dark complexed. You asked some of my friends who went to. I went to a wedding in Tampa, and I'd never really been out in the ocean before. I, oh. didn't, put, I didn't put any sunscreen on. You can get burned out there, buddy. Buddy, I had them bubbling up off my skin. Yep. Two days later, it was off. The drive home from Tampa to Starkville, ooh, with that, was not pleasant. Need some aloe. I had some. But I was still in misery the whole time. Yeah, when you're out there, you don't realize like yeah. how burned you're getting. Well, it's like, and the sun's reflecting off, so you're getting it twice. Yeah, and that so. salt, like yeah, the it's salt, just bad, just... bad. It was, I, I was not. I got heat. I got heat stroke or heat sickness, and it was just. I'm one of those awful. that like once I get that good burn at the mm-hmm. start of the summer, mm-hmm. I'm good for the rest of the summer. Yeah, I'll probably have skin cancer <laughs> in a few years. I've I've, been, I've started putting on more sunscreen. When you get older, you start to protect your body a little more. But, um, yeah, like that first burn, like once you get past that, yeah. your skin's like immune. Yeah, yeah. Travis Klima uh, wants to ask, or Klima, I'm sorry. Uh, question from his son. Travis K. Travis K, yeah. Would you rather be able to talk to yourself in exactly one year in the past or see yourself exactly one year in the future? I'm going to definitely go past here. Yes. Because, like, what am I going to see in the future? Plus, how about, all right, right now, here's one year in the future, and then you go look, and you're in the in the ground. Yeah, that would that suck. That would suck. You'd be like, ah, what happened? I don't want to see into the future. No. I I've don't, never been, I've no. never wanted to. The past would be great, though. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, like, what's that going to change? You know, they have the butterfly effect. Right. So, like, what, like, if you tell yourself, if you go back to the past and mm-hmm. say, hey, don't, don't drink this, don't yeah. eat this. Hey, don't go here on no, this no, no. day. No. What does that do? <laughs> Bet on this. Yes. That's what I'm telling myself. I'm doing two things. One is kind of funny. Bet on this. I'm definitely going to pick a sporting event and be like, go round up as much money as you can and bet on this. Number two, and I, I thought about this question I saw it. I'm almost positive that if you started a conversation with Mike Leach that said, do you believe in time travel? He's going to listen to what you have to say. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell him at my Christmas party, <clears throat> we're going to the hospital. Yeah. Like, you're going to go in and you tell him, well, look, I haven't been feeling well. I need to be admitted. And I'm, I'm going to try to save him. That's deep. I thought about that. I was like, if I could go back and do that, I would do it. Yeah. Because like, if, if I pulled him aside that night and be like, I know you're not going to believe me. But I spoke to myself in the past. And we got, he might actually believe he, that. He is the type of guy who might be like, you know what, I'm, I'm, I'm up for the ride. Yeah. We'll see what happens. But like, I, I'm not joking at all, Coach. Like, this is for like, your, yeah. this is for your own good. Like, if, if I'm, if I'm not, if I'm wrong, if I'm, if I'm pulling your leg, then I will promise I will never ask you for any coverage ever again. Mm-hmm. You can uncredential me. 
But just listen. I mean, in that worst, yeah, he's just the hospital. Person. He's just the hospital getting a checkup. Yeah, at worst for him. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, we just, we go straight from my house to the hospital. You just tell me walking like not feeling right. Can I get admitted? And, it, and he's Mike Leach. Yeah, they know he's got money, so they'll they'll admit him. Sure. Yeah, that's just my thought. In hindsight, you know, like he wasn't up for like eating a whole lot that night. It was well, kind of, now. In fairness, now, I remember he said they'd already eaten. They had like been to Umi or something. That's right. Like right they had before. the official. They had visits. The, the visitors in. Yeah. Yeah. So he was just like, I'm. I'm just full. So, uh, Dog Von Eric. All right, Dog Von Eric. First off, oh. I love I love the name. Don't get me wrong, but you get you got a picture of J.R. Ewing here. You need a picture of Kevin Von Eric. Yeah, if you're gonna, well, he has. I think he's had. Yeah, okay, yeah. okay, okay. I mean, I love. If JR, you're gonna go all in on that gimmick, that's what you got to do. Yeah, uh, got to be the Texas tornado. Yeah. In your humble opinion, what is the best way to utilize the combo of Highfield, Hines, Hancock, and Chance? Also, I realize while typing this, do we have a chance for a killer B situation, but with the H's? We have Triple H. Yes. Yesterday on the uh, the interview. Uh, uh, Lamona said something about, I tell everybody about, they have to tell us what their highlight, their hardship, and their something else was. It was all H's, and I was just like, Triple H? H. It's like if I had a bottle of water, I'd, yeah. I'd have done something. Um, how do I handle it? I, I don't think you can with that group. It's going to be tough. Ch- Chance is the one that's that's stopping that from being a thing. Yeah. Um, It would have to be that Chance moves out because Ledbetter's got Ledbetter's got to stay in there, mm-hmm. Kellum's got to stay in there, and Dakota Jordan's got. The to only stay thing in you there. can hope for, if I say, is Dakota Jordan. It doesn't get it going. And then the, the only thing that you that you could do to to play all four of those mm-hmm. is have Chance in the outfield, and that takes away one of the other spots, which one of those other guys have to be a DH, and then that messes up everything else. So if you want if you want Highfield, Hines, and Hancock and Chance to all play together. That means one of the outfielders has got to go, and right now you can't lose any of those guys. Yeah. So the the answer is chance. If chance continues to hit the way that he does, mm-hmm. he muddies the whole situation up, and it's a good it's a good muddy, but he he muddies the whole thing up because they're not sitting Hancock. He's the captain of the team. It's just not going to happen. And you could say, well, we can't, you know, show your priorities to the leaders or whatever. I mean, he's the this is why he's back. So I mean, he's he's going to play. Hines has to play. And if you have major issues behind the plate with Hancock and he's unable to throw anybody out, then Highfield needs to play a catcher. So mm. I don't know. It's a it is a. I wouldn't want to be Chris Amonis. Right. That's for sure. But at the same time, it can be a good problem to have if everybody's yeah. hitting. So we'll see. I guess. But it's, you're just not going to keep everybody happy. That's just no. not going to happen. No. Uh, where are we here? Uh, the Maroon Mike podcast. PA announcer confirmed it's Durangelo St. Ja. Will you spread the word? Done. I, I don't think that's how he pronounced it. Well, then I don't know then. St. Ja? I thought he was saying Sincha. I thought he said Sanjay. Sanja. I don't, I don't know. I I we'll, we'll find out on Wednesday, but I, I don't I don't think it was St. Ja. I don't know. Overreaction. This is why we need on this uh, pronunciation guide. Yeah, what? what why is it used, used to, to be that. like that? Yeah, but it used to have it. Overreaction time. Tyler Davis, Colby Holcomb, and Grant. Pronounce it. Grant Graham. What? Uh, Yadma. I, I don't know. To to an extent, had forgettable weekends. <laughs> 
The rest of the newcomers look good. Is it time to let Chris Casey... Lamonis, can you please start getting guys that you can easily pronounce their names? Except for John oh, can we not recruit some Smith and Joneses? I mean, what's going on here? Yeah, I mean, un- unfortunately, you have the the most like the biggest oddity in, in college baseball right now with Gerangelo, and it's it's tough to. I mean, say it was a name. lot easier when everybody was named Logan and Tanner. Yeah, I'll just put it that way. And Jordan and Landon. Yeah. Uh, the rest of the newcomers look good. Is it time to let Casey and Stennett fade into the... Oh, we sort of answered that, I guess, already. Hand, hand the keys. Yeah, well, I mean, I think that you starts, know, they, they that can, starts this week, though, with these these two guys starting in the midweek. If they look good, they're going to have bigger roles. I mean, ideally is, like, Parker Stennett can eat you up some innings in the midweek. Casey Hunt can be a middle relief guy. Because mm-hmm. I, I feel like that's where he could flourish. I just I don't see it as a starter for either one. Yeah. And I, I don't know how much Parker's going to be able to help you in the SEC if he's unable to consistently throw strikes either. So yeah. it's just the – I mean, unfortunately, it just kind of is what it is right now. We've seen these guys for three or four years. Uh, Matthew Watkins asks, What wrestler has the best theme song of all time? My pick is Edge's theme, Metalingus. The Ultra best of Bridge. all time? Yeah. The best of all time to me is, is Ric Flair's. It's the most it's fit, iconic. It fits him the best. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Savage is good too. The Hulk Hogan's Pop, Real Pop, American was really good. Real American or or, or American Made. American Made. I know American Made is one of the Austin's one of the best. is great. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's got to fit the wrestler. So that's, those are the and ones. you know there was a time period in the late '80s and early '90s and mid '90s where they just nailed these entrances. And you know you get into the Attitude Era and you have DX. You have Kane, Undertaker. Undertaker's is up there. Um, they were just nailing these entrances. Carry on my wayward son right now is my favorite. It's so fun, yeah. Yes. It's a lot of fun. And they do the they do the pyro with yeah. the do yeah. yeah. I love that. I would have never thought of that yeah. as an entrance. Which position group are you the most excited to learn about throughout spring football? What's your answer? Um I don't know. Defensive backs. Okay. We kind of know about the running backs. We kind of know about the wide receivers. I mean, the offense really as a whole is what I'm really excited to see. Mm-hmm. I want to see what it looks like. Uh, for me, it's the running backs. I want to see, you know, how do they look in an offense that's going to be designed to feature them a little bit more. Yeah. That's my answer. Uh, Shelby Beach. Was Robbie like me and too young and innocent to get the joke of Al Snow's gimmick of the Attitude Era at the time? I was a child in 1998. Did you understand what they meant? With what, the Attitude Era? What, what, no, what Al Snow's gimmick. Did you understand what he was saying? Everybody wants, uh, you know. Oh, yeah, I, I knew. You knew. Okay, very yep. good. It took a while. What was your favorite moment of the Attitude Era? Choppy, choppy, your pee-pee sticks out to me. <laughs> Everybody remembers choppy, choppy, your pee-pee. Uh, my favorite moment, I think, is Austin and the beer truck. Yeah. I love that. I love that the, so much. Or the uh, Zamboni. The Zamboni, yeah. Mm-hmm. And also the the promo The Rock cuts after he turned heel, where he becomes the corporate champ. I, I just love that. I, I love I, – I, corporate champ rock is my favorite rock of all time. Yes. I love the corporate champ. Ah, uh, let's see here. Rob Hadaway, I've been re-watching Parks and Rec lately and just relive Ron Swanson's trauma over Mulligan's Steakhouse closing. With that in mind, what's your favorite cut of steak? 
uh, ribeye. I'm a New York strip guy. I love a New York strip. I don't like those as much. They're good. I mean, they're they're fine. Picanha also very very good. Yeah. Also, have you ever had turf and turf? One time, I uh, was by myself for the weekend, like everybody was gone. I was in the house, and I cooked a uh, a twenty ounce ribeye. And had a whole link of country pleasing jalapeno, uh, country pleasing, not pleasing, country pleasing jalapeno cheddar sausage. That was my turf Very and turf. Good. Very good. Yeah. So I even tweeted about it. I was like, I call this turf and turf. Uh, what non combat or non football sport would you most like to watch Brock Lesnar attempt? Well, we've already seen him in the UFC. Yeah. Well, that's what I said, non combat. So we, oh, we put oh, him in basketball, baseball. What do you want to see? I want to see Brock Lesnar try to play tennis. He's so quick. He might do football. He's also said non. He's he's going to be he he would like basketball. He would be a little too brute. You know, he's a Minnesota kid, right? He yeah. could probably skate. I want to see him play hockey. Him and a hockey. Oh my god! He would destroy people. He would just be running like like full speed ahead and just smash he would be the somebody biggest in the side. Goon in the history of the NHL, yes. it'd be incredible. The other day, I saw Joanna Gaines making a lasagna in a round pan, which struck me as very impractical. Is there a reason why a person should ever make lasagna in a non-rectangular pan? The best part of the lasagna are the corner pieces. Why would Didn't you want get a little crispy? Yeah, why? Why would you make lasagna? Yeah, it's that. I don't know why. For for clicks, it's the only reason. For clicks. Yeah. Why else would you do that? <laughs> uh, let's see here. Clickbait. I've always thought Joanna Gaines is is like Saturday Down South. She's the Saturday Down South mm-hmm. of the uh, yeah um, Home and Garden Network, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, that's whatever the, it is. That's H- the HGTV. Yeah, that's the that's the uh, fixer upper lady, right? I think I don't watch those shows. Uh, yes, Dalton that Lee. is the that is the fixer upper. Okay, that's the two that are that are in Waco. That, yeah, I know they're in Waco. Yeah, yeah. Dalton Lee asked Brian. You said you're related to the Augustinellis. Did you ever visit the ones in Clarksdale or stay there? No, they're, they're, that's the other side of the family. I'm not. I'm only related to them by marriage. So, right. He uh, Brian is not an Augustinelli. Yeah. yeah. So. Now my cousin Stephen obviously knows them very, and I know some of the ones in Clark. Are they now. are they kin? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did you ever get steak from my parents' store, Wong's Foodland? No, but I'd be willing to bet Stephen has. So we'll yeah. we'll, we'll get him to tech, tweet at you, Dalton. Rumblings bully. Rank these literary detectives: Hercule Poirot, Jane Marple, Sherlock Holmes, Jessica Fletcher. I know who Sherlock Holmes is. Hercule Poirot. I have no idea who these people are. You guys are really overestimating Robbie and I's uh, intelligence here. I think I don't know who these people I just, are. Like, I know I, Sherlock I Holmes. The, is. The, the question, I just don't. Like, I don't like, get it. Like, this is the question you bring. Sherlock's to number one. Yeah, we'll go from there. Everyone else is tied for second. There you go, Rob Montgomery. What scenario below would the average state fan take if it could be guaranteed? Baseball gets a two seed but loses in the supers. Men's basketball loses second round nit. Men's basketball makes the NCAA round of 32, but baseball doesn't make it out of a regional as a mediocre three seed. Every state fan would take A. Most state fans would take A. They shouldn't, but they would take A. Just because, I mean, you, you, you're you coming off of a losing yeah. season. Yeah. Well, here's what I would tell you. that it, You're coming off of a losing season. If you made the tournament as a three seed, you made it. Mm-hmm. And you get into the super regionals. That's, yeah. a, that's a step forward. Yeah. And then basketball, you know, We've seen enough. We know where the direction's heading. If yeah. they if they kind of falter down the stretch, it's mostly because they dug themselves in a hole early on in the process. And yeah. I mean, this is fine. Nobody's going to be jumping off a cliff. Yeah. So everybody's taking the better baseball result. I think. You can't. The baseball can't continue to no, trek 
down. But I, I would also say though, on option B, I mean, if you make the postseason, you're still you still you made the postseason, so you yeah. obviously did better than you did last year. Yeah. So, Jan Baltimore, another who's these who's worst are great because I enjoy ranting about people. Brings pungent food to work. Oh, like fish, like put fish yeah. in the microwave or Indian food or something. Ugh. Oh. Doesn't replace the toilet paper. That's oh, bad. That's a war crime. That's that's my wife. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Takes up both armrests in the movie or plane. No. Let's let's fight. Sneaks in line versus going in the back. Anybody who tries to cut in line is a huge jerk. Mm-hmm. Um, wearing too much cologne. Not a fan of that. Not a fan of don't that. Like to, I don't like my eyes to water when I talk. I to can you. at least appreciate that person. They're for trying. trying to smell good. They're trying. So that's that's going to be down the list. That's somebody who probably knows they got an issue. Yeah. So that's that's fine. I mean, I'm going to go sneaks in line. Number one of the worst here. Yes. Line cutter. Yep. Armrest is number two. Yep. Toilet paper three. Mm-hmm. Pungent food is four, and then the cologne person is fifth. Yeah. Bringing pungent food to work can just be, you're just very oblivious to what's going on. Well, you're just like, you know, this is what I had. Yeah. You know, I'm sorry. So, uh, Ford Polk, rank these sandwich meats. Sure. Black pepper turkey, black forest ham, honey ham, roasted turkey, rotisserie chicken. Rotisserie chicken, easy number one. Yeah, it's good. Easy number one. Roasted turkey's number two for me. Oh, I had a black pepper turkey. I don't know how often I've had black, I pepper, like black pepper. All right, I'll go turkey. roasted turkey, and then I'm going to go black forest ham, black pepper turkey. Honey ham is last. I don't it really is. like I'm not the a sweet. Big yeah, mm. nah. Doesn't taste great. All right. What is a movie or movie series that everyone loves that you have never seen? It's the John Wick series for me. you got to see those. Um, I have never seen Titanic. Does that count? Well, you've never seen Titanic? No. I know how it ends, though. I saw that. Boat theater. sinks. Yeah. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Wow. How did you figure that out? I know, right? Well, that's why I didn't go. I was like, I already know how it ends. Um, I don't think it's like a series. Like, as I, I've only seen like three of the Fast and the Furious movies. Yeah, I have not seen all of those. I haven't. I haven't settled into all of that. Um, I'm trying to think what I've what I haven't seen. Have you seen, I still haven't seen like a couple of those Tarantino movies. Yeah, I haven't seen any of the Hobbit movies. Really? I saw the Lord and the Ring, the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Yeah, but like with the Hobbit, the Battle of the Five, I haven't seen any. They're of those. good. They're I good. I like. I like them. All right. Those are on HBO Max, by the way. I need to watch them then. Uh, last one was 2010. Brian Haydad's favorite sports year: the Lakers, Saints, and, Sam- and Giants all won the championship. Yeah, it was. That, that was, was a great. That was year. a fantastic year for me. Yeah, I, I remember watching that. Um, when the Giants won the World Series, I was the fa- a fan, a legit fan, like been a fan for years, not a bandwagon guy, of the three reigning world champions. Yeah, and also that was a really good time. State that year uh, was uh, went finished eight and four, won the Egg Bowl, and finished in the top fifteen. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was, it was, great it was a good year. Twenty ten was it a was good a very year. good year. Uh, where are we here? Sheldon Nations, what's the worst physical pain you've ever been in? I gave birth once. No. Yeah. Um, I broke my arm. Ooh, that's a good one. When I was five. Mm-hmm. I don't really remember what it felt like. I just remember it felt like really mm-hmm. like numb. That kind of, that hurt. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of my like 
the stomach things that I've had, the intestinal things that I've had, mm-hmm. diverticulitis was painful, mm-hmm. um, appendix was painful. That was up there. Um, gosh, man, that thing with my finger the other day was pretty painful. Yeah, it looked bad. I had a staph infection once, and when that thing popped open, Ooh. that is a pain I will never forget. Ooh. So bad. Gross. Yeah, it was. Uh, Andy Losick asks, describe a play where State puts Will Rogers and Mike Wright on the field at the same time. So you got to be careful with that kind of stuff because then you know something's up. Yeah. Well, he can al- he can always be you know kind of the like decoy. You line him up in the backfield the and he goes though. out in motion. And you then, know something's up though. You're, you're, it doesn't have to be up. It, it can it can all be window dressing. Well, that's the thing. You have you're if you're doing that, you're setting up something. Like if he's just you on can, the field and he doesn't touch the ball four or five times, the fifth time he's going to be like, okay, now he's getting the ball. Yeah, but how do you know when it's the exact? I don't know. Oh, that's the defensive coordinator's problem. Well, so. there you will never know. That's the yeah. point. That, so. I mean. To me, I think they run like they run like some diamond, what, maybe some pistol in this. Or what you can do is, can you find some plays with him where he's in the slot? Mm-hmm. You throw him like two or three quick screens. Yeah, and then on the fourth one, he's behind the line a little bit, and then it's 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 a double pass. Yeah, no that that would be what I would do is utilize him as an extra passer or something mm-hmm. like that, and that's. When yeah. when somebody brings in two quarterbacks, that's what happens a lot of times. But I would I would run some decoys every now and then, just to keep people off balance so they don't know what's coming. Yeah. Also from Andy, thanks for the taco soup recipe last week. Rank these ingredients we Midwesterners use to top our casseroles: cornflakes, Lay's potato chips, Doritos, tater tots. Tater tots got to be number one. Mm-hmm. And then cornflakes, good and crunchy. Love cornflakes on top of hash brown casserole. See, I. This like cornflakes cereal. Yeah. So you make a hash brown casserole. I've never done that. Oh, and crunch up cornflakes on top and let it let it bake. They get so crunchy. The only thing I've done like or had like that mm-hmm. is the those little peanut butter corn. Oh yeah, yeah. Thing. Those, those are things too. are delicious. And then like Doritos is kind of you're kind of limited, right? Yeah, you're doing like obviously something you know Tex Mex. You can't just put Doritos on top of anything. Dorito casserole. You is can make really a Dorito good. mac and cheese though. Well, I've never had that. I've put Cheez-Its on top of mac and cheese, like crunched up Cheez-Its. Yeah. Good. The Dorito casserole, mm-hmm. I've done that a few times. Mm-hmm. Lay's really potato chips, last, last. Very, yeah. Uh, Phil Horrell asked, my boss played at North Alabama in the late 80s. He said that when a team traveled to MSU to play a weekend series, the left fielder was so miserable from the things said that were said to him and chicken bones being thrown at him. I had heard this left field lounge was tough, but never heard stories of chicken bones being thrown on the field of you. What's the worst story you've heard? Well, obviously, the worst story I've heard is the guy from Oklahoma State who got called a bunch of racial slurs. Uh, I mean, I have not heard chicken bones specifically, but I'm I'm not I'm not having any trouble. Was that believing. true? Did that actually yeah. happen? Yeah, that that was in like the eighties, yeah, eighty five, yeah, uh, like eighty seven, eighty eight, something like that. Anyway, chicken. I mean, I believe it. I believe they would have thrown stuff at him. Yeah, sure. Why not? Maybe they're just trying to feed them. Yeah. Uh, Andrew Norwood currently anticipating over a foot of snow here in the in Minnesota over the next two days. If you were snowed in for forty eight hours and couldn't leave, how would you entertain yourself? What dishes would you make to warm up? Well, well that's that's happened. That happened. That well, technically I mean, happened a couple years ago. It's not nineteen eighty five anymore. Like, how do I entertain myself? I have internet. Yeah, you know, I can watch shows. Well, I think I, have, I think what he's saying is like, 
If you if your power went out, oh, if the power goes out, then I mean, I guess I'm gonna read a book. What else am I gonna do? Yeah. Um, what would I make to warm myself up? I mean, what I have on hand: chicken noodle soup. Would be my first thought. Chili. Something something big in a pot. Obviously, not going outside to cook. No. So. I, although I I did cook outside on the grill during that that did ice. You? Yeah. <laughs> cook some pork chops. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> uh, Zachary Cooey asks us: Do you agree with Brandon Walker? That Sami Zayn no. should have <laughs> beaten Roman for the title at the Elimination Chamber. I understood his argument, but I just don't know who the guy is, who's going to be the guy to beat him. I think they should have let him win, and then next night, back on Raw, uh, Dusty finished that somehow. I don't know. Or just R- Roman immediately demands a rematch. Sami says, sure, and he wins it right back. Uh, like a Mick Foley thing. Yeah. The other issue, though, is this. I don't think Cody Rhodes is going to win either. Mm-mm. I saw I something the other day that made me think that like 40 days after WrestleMania, it'll be a thousand days that Reigns has been champion. Yeah, they're, they're, they're going to get to that. that. They're going to want to get to that. It feels like they're trying to build like a Bruno San Martino run. But, but as a heel, yeah. it's interesting. They're really, what they're really trying to do is convince The Rock. Well, you know, that was that was kind of like in the works, and yeah. he didn't want to come because he said he wasn't in shape. So I think this which year. Which I'm like, how are you not in shape? You, well, look, you, like, know, you, know there's, you look like a literal boulder. You know there's shape, and then there's being in ring shape, being yeah. in cardio and all that. So we'll see. I don't know what they're going to do. Uh, walking bully. Women are the 65th team in, and the men are the 66th team in as of Tuesday morning. Which is more likely to get in, and which is more likely to make a sweet 16 if they get in? I think the women are more like if the women win against Arkansas this week, they're probably in. They're in. Yeah. State, the men, I don't know yet. The women moved out of like the last team in to yeah. they're in the, like the last four in or whatever. Four, last four buys. No, they're in the last four in. Okay, last four in. So that's the that's, that's the, the next up uh, wait. Well, they, have a, they have a play in game? The women yeah. have a play in game? Mm-hmm. Okay, then that's where they are. They moved out of the last team in. They moved up like a spot or two okay. or something. But if they win, if they win on Thursday, they're in because they're not going to drop if they lose to LSU, and if they lose in the SEC tournament, I just don't see that dropping them completely out of the field. And they have what sixty-eight teams. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I just yeah, I think that Thursday seals it. Yeah, I agree. And that would be a great. Who's first more likely year. to make a Sweet Sixteen? I think it's the men. The men. Yeah, yeah. They're they're built for it. They're yeah. they're built for because they're they're built they, for attrition. Well, to suffer. <clears throat> the thing that makes that's going to make them so difficult is the defense. Like that's going to be a very tough team on short notice to try to game plan for from what Mississippi State does defensively. So, to me, it's they're they're a bad matchup for a lot of teams inside the NCAA tournament. Um, so I could very easily see them making a little bit of a run. Yeah. I mean, New Mexico State almost did last year. That's for true. Jans. Also from Walking Bully, if you could know the day you would die, would you want to know? Absolutely nope. not. No chance I want to know. Nope. No chance. Because, like, you know, I was thinking yesterday, I was, like, painting the post on my porch. Mm-hmm. And I was standing on the top of a ladder. And I'm thinking, like, what if I fell off this ladder and just, like, cracked my skull and died? Yeah. Like, you don't go into, before you die, you don't go into it thinking, I might die today. Yeah. You just die. Yeah. Like I'm, not, you're not riding down the road saying, you know, in 15 minutes, you know, 13 and a half, I'm probably going to hit Imagine somebody like head on and be if killed. If you knew the day, and like at 10 o'clock at night, you're still alive. You're like, oh my god, when is this going to happen? Yeah. Like I've only got two hours left. Uh-uh. I wouldn't want that. That would be horrifying. Yeah, I don't want it. 
Hunter, they, should, they should make a movie out of that. I'm sure they have. Yeah, that's, that's a good one, yeah. Hunter Bolware, basketball continues to have different leading scores. Who leads the team in scoring in tonight's game versus Missouri? Uh, I believe Future Brian just told us that. So, yeah, Thank you, Future Brian. Yeah. Great win. Yeah. Or bad loss. Or bad loss. Maybe not so bad. We're going to have a wedding. Or hanging. Or hanging. What are your favorite Gatorade slash Powerade flavors? Grape, orange, and then if I'm sick, I'll drink lemon lime. Lemon lime makes me feel better. Uh, I, that's blue all. Blue. is number I one for me. Do the blue. That, well, that's Powerade. Yeah. I'm very different on those on Gatorade and Powerade. For okay. Powerade, it's blue or red. Orange is up there, too. You do Fruit Punch? Yes. Oh. I love it. Uh-uh. Uh, but it's behind blue. Okay. Uh, for Gatorade, it's the Glacier Freeze. Okay. The light blue. Okay. That's number one for me. Uh, lemon Lime is like the go-to. Like, that was... Remember, what, remember we were like when we were younger and they had the glass bottles? Yeah. Like, the, the oh, lemon yeah. lime just tasted so good in that. Yeah. And then you have, like, at your school, like, mm. like the football team, the Gatorade would be basically lemon lime. Yeah, it was always lemon lime. So lemon lime and, like, you can't go wrong with yeah. that. You can't go wrong with the Glacier Freeze. Yeah. Grape and orange are my favorite. Lemon lime is... Definitely, if I'm feeling bad. Do you ever have? Have you? Are you old enough to ever have had great? Uh, I'm sorry, to have Gatorade in a can? Yes. Gatorade in a can is the best Gatorade. Yeah, that's good. A, a cold can of Gatorade. Yeah, it'll get you going. Hail State Muse asks us: Would you rather be a monster hitter or a lights out closer? Think best of the best in terms of skill level. So I thought about this. I'm going closer because what do you do? If, I mean, you can be the best hitter in baseball, but if it's not your turn in the order in the bottom of the ninth, what are you going to do? Yeah. You're just sitting there. Whereas if you're a closer and it's bottom of the ninth, you you're, you're in the, the game. Yeah. I want control. I would yeah. rather be Mariano Rivera than uh, than Aaron Judge. Yeah, because, I mean, you, it just depends on where the lineup's yeah. falling. Yeah. You you know if the game's close, you're coming in. Yep. So, Not to mention, you have a little more, like, the pitcher has the upper hand Always usually has the in upper my, hand because you know what you're throwing. You could, you're the one that, that knows where the ball's going. Exactly. The the batter is at the mercy yeah. of wherever the I mean the I would rather is. I would rather throw like one oh three. Yeah. With a just a ridiculous cutter or something and then be a power hitter. Yeah. So uh for whichever position Probably you make choose a, makes more money on that yeah. too. What would what would you then choose to be your walkout? So if I'm a closer, I mean inner sandman and Hell's Bell's kinda taken, right? Yeah. So where am I going? I'm, I'm definitely going something wrestling related. Nobody ever uses the Undertaker. That that to me would be a great yeah. walkout Hit song for a closer. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. That's a good like choice. when like when the, when the Undertaker is here, you're dead. Yeah, it's over. That's good. Mangum Cafe. What is more like a dinosaur today? An alligator or a great white shark? I think a, an alligator. Dinosaurs yeah. are reptiles. Yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts on the new pace of play? Nobody gets to take a breath, it seems. I wasn't at the games. Was it really noticeable how much faster they were playing? It was very quick. The pitchers are working a lot quicker. It's not it's not like you're you know, you're sitting there, you're tugging your cap, you're looking, you're stepping off the mound. Like it's mm-hmm. a lot of these guys are working quick. Yeah. The only thing that was holding up a lot of the games the other day was the replays. Right. They were taking forever. Well, there's nothing new there. Uh, Robbie, what do you think about Parker McCollum? Uh, I haven't heard him much. Okay. He's like a country guy. Yeah, I just looked him up. I had no idea. I thought that was a baseball player, to be honest with you. I was like, I've never heard of this guy. Yeah, kind of sounds like it. This guy has been, I think, at uh, Rick's a good bit. Okay. I mean, I I just hadn't listened to him. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, 
Some country I'm in on, some yeah. I don't care for. Dr. Tim Watley, DDS, converted to uh, Judaism for the jokes. Uh, Sock did, too, I think. (laughs) If you could implement some experimental rules from the XFL or any other pro league to be used in college football, what rules would you implement? Um, The first one, the XFL is doing the, if you fumble through the end zone, it's not a touchback to the other team. It's just you get the ball back where you lost the ball. Okay. So I like that. I love the the three-point conversion yeah, I, and I like the onside kick thing too. I really do. That fumble in the back of the end zone is one of those it's a terrible rules. Well, it's one of those rules like you love it when it happens to your team, and yeah. you hate it, yeah, like exactly. the Vic Ballard yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No like doubt. State would have scored a touchdown if that would have been exactly. one of those plays. Uh, if you're visiting a foreign country for the food alone, which country do you visit to get the best food? I think Italy is the easy yeah. answer here. Italian. Yeah. Mark Burleson asks us the top five state walk-up songs of all time. I mean, obviously, I don't, I don't know that all of them, but obviously, number one's going to be God's going to cut you down. Jonathan Holder. I think your love is second. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Elijah Magnamy's up there for the saxophone. Just for the sax. It was Just great. for fun. Um, Landon Sims is up there for me. Landon Sims would be up there. Do you remember when Jamie Rock was here and he, he played the Rock Sess? Uh uh-uh. uh. I don't remember that. Yeah. Uh,. I always liked, I think Matthew Brinson's was Pardon Me While I Burn by Incubus. I just thought that was a cool song for, for a walkout. Yeah. Um, and somebody somebody on that team was my hero. I can't remember those. I, um, remember. I can't remember those walkouts. Yeah, me either. I don't remember, like, what was Papelbon's? I don't even remember. I can't. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, was, so, that was so long ago. I mean, you're talking about, that's 20 years ago. Didn't Lingren have a funny one? His was... Uh, um, the Bee Gees. That's right, staying alive. Yeah, yeah. And he, what do you have? The he had something the year before. I can't remember. And then he wasn't a yeah, great he pitcher. He'd come out of the bullpen. But Vance Tatum coming out to dance it in the moonlight yeah. was great. But Jacob Lindgren's just like walking out there to to God knows what. Yeah, to the Bee Gees and wiping out everybody that walked. Dakota out. Hudson had a Bulls on Parade. That, that was that good. Was good. That was, was good. good. I like that. Brent Rooker going with then he do Sinatra. Sinatra. That was just funny. Yep. I thought that was very, very indicative of his personality. Yeah. So it's a very distinguished individual. Yes. Oh yes. Uh bases loaded, two outs, down by one. What state baseball player, current or past, do you want at the plate? This is a tough question, not because I can't think of anybody. It's because I'm thinking of Tanner two. Allen. Tanner Allen's probably my answer. Then Will Clark. Yep. Probably it's probably yeah, that's probably my top two. I, I just I always think back to the 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 game against Ole Miss when Tanner Allen cleared the bases and yeah I remember turning triple, yeah. to whoever was by me in the press box you were maybe somebody yeah. and saying he's about to yeah change we the all game. knew like we knew something was because we all knew they they pitched to, they they loaded the bases to get to him yeah I think and like it, you just. It was no, setting they, up. No, they, they didn't load the bases. Whoever had gotten on before. Oh no, we had, we had talked about like maybe they shouldn't pitch to him. That's oh, what yeah. it was. Like we like maybe it might just, be worth it just to yeah just to let him. It was tied. I think. I think it was four four when he hit the triple. It was either tied or state was down by one. I can't and it just like it's worth tying the game to not. Pitch. Yeah, they did. That, but remember, like the year before, they did that to Mangum. They yep. they they walked him to load the bases to pitch to Luke Alexander, and Alexander burned him. So yep. Bianco was just screwed one way or the other. Last question, and it's one that's very near and dear to Robbie and I's heart. From Hunter Manis, trying to get into the Sopranos, but it's starting off pretty slow, only six episodes in. Does the action pick up? Yeah. 
Yeah, you're going to need to keep watching. Just keep watching. You'll be all right. Don't give up on it yet. But not like I thought it was good early. The the first episode where where Chrissy whacks the uh, the Polish guy. Yeah, I thought like the only sausage I thought there was was Italian and Jimmy Dean's. Yeah, you know you got to stick. And 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 he, he shoots the guy in the bakery. Yeah, I mean, what are we doing? You didn't like that, yeah. So stick with it, Hunter. You'll be all right. All right, guys, uh, back with you guys tomorrow. We'll, we'll discuss the ramifications of what happened in Columbia uh, with Mississippi State, Missouri. We'll uh, talk some MSU baseball, obviously. That game will have been played, MSU-ULM. We'll talk about Brad, Bradley Lofton's first start as a, uh, as a Bulldog and uh, probably a little bit more, so looking forward to that. Also, one last thing. Uh, I've already did, We already did the ad read for it, but uh, shout-out to LP Chow Dog. Said they went and purchased a uh, Peter Millar M over red shirt at the Rogue yesterday, and they said the sales pitch we have is pretty dang good. It is. It is. Check them out. Again, you're paying a little bit more for quality, but that's a shirt that's going to last and last. You're not buying it. You're not going to have to go back and buy one every year when you buy a shirt like that and that kind of quality. So do that. Appreciate you guys uh, supporting our sponsors. Appreciate you guys tuning in. For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.